to show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And this week's guest, former guest, longtime friend, it's been a while. So we got together to record and talk about some UFC fights, UFC 270. So this week's guest is going to be our good friend, Johan, all the way from Sweden. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. A little tired. I had to go up <laughs> four in the morning to, <laughs> to watch the card live, but I'm fine. Otherwise yeah my wife I, I told my wife about the time difference I was like yeah it's gonna be like 4 a.m for him to watch these fights she was like oh my god is he gonna be okay i was like i i think maybe <laughs> i hope well uh, i'm i normally working nights so uh, and i actually worked night yesterday so i'm kind of on this right uh, side of, of the <laughs> of the day so it, it's fine was like i was starting to panic because during the card my neighbors are over and i kept looking at my phone i was like okay i don't see i don't see him oh no <laughs> hope he's not asleep oh no <laughs> and then i went up to check on my wife and i was like well i'm gonna go check because i haven't heard from johan so i'm gonna turn on the stream and if he's there cool if not i'm coming back to bed um yep. so fortunately you're here because yep. She's got the lights off and everything up there. And if I go upstairs, I'm going to be a dick and turn all the lights on and play video <laughs> games. So, um, so UFC 270. Um, overall, how'd you like the card? Um, yeah, it was a good card. Uh, a few surprises, I would say. But uh, I was enjoying it. Yeah. That, I, I actually almost forget about this card. I did forget about this card because I thought my brain is like in a time time loop <laughs> so i thought today was last week so i'm thinking this car was the right date but i thought that today's date was what the 15th so i'm sitting here i'm like no oh, the card is next week I was like, no, today's <laughs> the 22nd dude like yeah That's and wrong. i tried to watch it yesterday at work so it's like was the, <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, making myself prepared made some coffee and and uh, turned on the phone and was like, oh, no, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, UFC 270 is the card that time forgot. Yeah. All right. So um, let's go ahead and look at this fight card real quick. Uh, so in my notes, I only have last names. So let me pull up the the names. Yeah, so, I was doing the same, too. Um, because as I was trying to write notes, I was trying to be quick and just started jotting down. Like, all right, all right, just do last names. You don't have time to be looking at first names. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So our first fight was, where is it? Uh, there we go. Michael, Michael Mo Morales uh, yes. versus Trevin Giles. Yes. Uh, and I think it was uh, Morales' UFC debut, I believe. Yeah. So... Uh, Good for him. And he he's only 21 years old, I think. So Yeah, yeah. It was like 21 or 22. He was a, yeah. he's a young fella. Uh, this was a welterweight fight, a quick fight. Very uh, quick. I, I was 
you know, preparing to take some notes and before I could finish writing the names on the paper, the fight was pretty much over. So the only notes I really had was, um, again, a, a good TKO stoppage. And, um, I mean, he moves to 13 and 0 now at this point. My only, uh, real note from this fight was the stoppage. Yeah. Um, as we were discussing before recording, I thought the stoppage looked a little weird, but I think it was the right call. I just felt like, you know, the punches were landing. His head was it was moving. It looks like it should have been stopped. And then he threw his arm up and started defending. And then they stopped the fight when he started defending. Um, I mean, again, the right call as the refs are there to defend, you know, protect the fighters. And you know, prevent any further damage. But I don't know. It, it was it was just weird. I guess looking in real time. So yeah, I pulled up the stoppage here too, and it looks weird. But still, I think uh, as, as you say, uh, the referee is there to protect the fighter, and he looked out of it until yeah the the referee jumped in. So I don't know. I think it's. Uh, a stoppage which will which could go both, both way. He could yeah. have let it go a little further around, no one would complain, but I still think it's a good stoppage, too. So, mm-hmm. I've seen Herb Dean in the past, and where stoppages like that, he'll go in and then back up, like he'll, he'll yeah. like jump in as if he's stopping the fight, and then he'll like split second decision change. And you get one fighter thinking the fight's over, and the other fighter is still there trying to fight. Um, last one I remember him doing that was uh, Amanda uh, Rebus, Hebus, R I B A S, yeah. that young lady, yeah, yeah, because um, she like he stepped in to stop the fight, and then he stepped back, and her opponent thought the fight was over, and Herb was like, No, keep going. So then Amanda took a couple unnecessary shots before yeah. they called the stoppage. So th- those get really weird. So I think, you know, really looking at it, may, you know, it probably more than likely, not more than likely, it was definitely the right call. It's just like we said, in, in real time, it looked weird. But eh. congrats to uh, Michael Morales, though. You know, big yep. UFC debut, 13-0. and 0. Um, Welterweight. You know, it looks like he could have a pretty interesting future moving forward. I don't think the fight, you know, even though he won, I think that, you know, he's still young. There's some, you know, things to work on holes in his game. But I think he's going to be a problem down the line. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, It's hard to see just from this fight. But, uh, yeah, there are some something there. So I think uh, a, a good win either way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we jump to our next fight at Bantamweight. We had uh Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Cody. Is it Stamen? Stamen, yep. Stamen. Um, also another quick one. Um, the, the couple notes that I have here on Nurmagomedov, uh, he came out hitting hard, like, yeah, <laughs> lots of volume and then lots of power behind those volume punches. Um, it, it it was almost kind of like he was kind of setting Cody up, you know, as as he's throwing all those shots, kind of forced him into, forced him into grappling with them. Yeah, uh, 
I think <laughs> it's a, such a short fight too, so it's hard to see anything. But yeah, he he put him on him directly and uh, mm -hmm. for, forced him to to react. So uh, that's uh, is he a cousin or something to Habib? I I don't know. I don't. I feel <laughs> like if if that were the case, though, he would have been there in the corner. Yeah, true. Because because yes. I was looking for him, I was like, okay, any relation? Um, uh, well, still though, if you have that name, you have something to live up to. <laughs> yes. Well, this was yeah. my neighbors were here watching, and I was like, look, if I see any dude with the name Nurmagomedov, I'm not trying to wrestle him. I don't want nope. to grapple that guy. So, um, you know, good for him. And you know, again, he came out with a lot of volume, and I think that was kind of the idea. It was like, look, either I'm gonna knock this guy out, or I'm gonna make him. Yeah wrestle me and i think cody stamen he was like i don't want to get hit again this dude is hitting because it wasn't like you know he was just kind of throwing shots to move him like he was landing some big shots yeah. very early on and before you know it he they said it was a guillotine it, it looked like um a, a darts to me yeah yeah i yeah i think it was the doors and i'm looking at the pictures now and i'm yeah it's the doors, but uh, yeah, um, when you grab someone's head or something in the beginning of the fight like this, you, you will get it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they were dry, so mm -hmm. very easy to lock that up. No, you know, no sweat to have to fight around. Um, let's see here, and then our next fight. At welterweight so yeah these the, the first two fights yeah real quick quick run through but once we get to that uh that welterweight fight with michelle uh Pereira versus yeah. andre fielo fielo yeah yeah this is the best mma <laughs> review show especially when it comes to names <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like but, people are like, "What the fuck?" fuck uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Pereira at least, but uh, yeah. Fielo, I, I doesn't have any. Well, I have some um, some oh. some things on him, but not that much. Pereira is a crazy dude, though. Yeah, he. It's almost it's weird watching his fights because I have mixed feelings. It's like I enjoy watching him because he's entertaining, but I also get frustrated because yeah. it's just it's not even like oh that's you know unconventional it, in some cases it's like dude that's really fucking silly what are you doing but it works which mm -hmm. is wild um so that one went to a decision and uh you know some of the notes that i have there's a uh, theo uh andre uh mm -hmm. like it was very calm very calm yeah. really the first uh first round and a half at least and you know pair uh michelle P Pereira, yeah mm -hmm. michelle <laughs> um you, you know as usual it was very chaotic um yeah just... i think i think andrew had the first round and, yeah for sure uh, prayer had the second round so but uh, yeah, it was a close fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, um, you know, all three judges scored it, uh, I think, 29-28. Uh, 
Um, now, now Michelle was throwing some really, really good front kicks too to the yeah. body. I think that was a huge deciding factor. And, um, you know, at one point he got caught, but, you know, keeping the distance and using those front kicks were major, major uh, turning points. Although Andre did have good, like, kind of cage control, he was really cutting off the cage and he was forcing. Yeah, and he was more collected than he usually is. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. So hopefully, well, it's, uh, as I say, it's fun to watch him, but uh, with that Mm -hmm. style, which he had before, he can't go far. I mean, he's at the levels after this, he will Mm -hmm. get starch for it. But it's good to have that kind of um, style to use sometimes to surprise people. But I think you need to be more collected and play more smart. Yeah, I mean, early in John Jones' career, I mean, he was a wild man. You know, I mean, he opened up the fight against Shogun with a flying knee. (laughs) Yeah, and was spinning elbows and yeah, uh, yeah, and and it's crazy because those moves now are kind of commonplace. But back then, it's like, oh my god, flying knee, spinning elbows. (laughs) Now I'm pretty sure he jumped guard. At one point, going into the at the end of a round uh, against yeah, Shogun. yeah, it was against Shogun, and people was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's like okay, and like I mean, he's already winning a fight, and he jumps guard. Yeah. It's like, huh? <laughs> All right, so I mean, and the thing is, it's like back then that kind of crazy man MMA worked because people, no one's seen anything like that now. And again, you know. Michelle Pereira, see, I can say it when I say the full name. That, that's what I got to yep. do. Um, like, when he does the crazy, you know, antics in the cage, like flipping around, jumping off the cage, mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's almost like you're trying to take it a, a step above what someone like Johnny Walker would do or even, you know, a younger <laughs> John Jones. It's like, because like you say, you got to yep. be collected because eventually you're going to get caught. And you know it won't it won't be good no so you end up on a hi- highlight reel on youtube and for like forever so <laughs> no good I, and and i'll definitely repost it at least once a <laughs> month on bjj wiki like look at this asshole yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, see this guy yep. see how much this sucks for him <laughs> there'll, there'll always be one person well you i mean you can't really say anything you don't fight at all you're right i don't but this shit is still funny. But yeah, you know, kudos to him, you know, with the victory. But you know, this was another UFC debut as well. For um, yeah, it was. Um, so, uh, you know, a couple notes on that. I mean, because even though he lost the fight, I think again he had good um pressure on the cage. Yeah, and um, he was he was patient with the strikes too. You know, he wasn't just being a wild man, although he only threw punches. He didn't throw any kicks. He barely, like, you yeah, know, true. wrapped up or yeah. went for a takedown. So, yeah, again, debut yeah. fight. Good, you know. good yab, though. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Pereira even said that in the, in the uh, post-interview, too. So, Yeah, so, I mean... It's definitely one of those fights that 
you know, it's a tough fight to walk into on your debut. So, you know, good for him. And I think uh, the prelim main event fight was another um, debut. There, there were at least, as far as I know, three debut fights on this card. So, yeah. Wow. Good for you guys. And, and I mean, how do we even tra train for a guy like Pereira? I mean, so they did say he uh, he couldn't get anyone in there in time to kind of prepare him for, you know, a crazy yeah. style like that. So <laughs> it's like I'm thinking like, yeah, who do you find for that? Like, how do you prep for someone like that? You get somebody like, hey, you, like you put the fillers up like, hey, so we need someone. <laughs> Um, to come down to Portugal and uh, like, what what are the qualifications for the fighter? He has to be willing to do flips in the cage. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, just just trust me. Go with it. We need him to do, you know, Superman punches off the cage. Maybe maybe a, a you know a front flip and a somersault here and there. If he could do a back flip, perfect. <laughs> and it's not even lightweight, so uh, yeah, Chrissy. Uh, the, the thing about Pereira, Arde, I, I think uh, he had some problem with the cardio, and I, yeah, and that was a big question mark here, too. But he pulled through, so good for him, yeah. Early on, it looked like okay, he might be guessed. Well, um, was it was it the second round? I think maybe, maybe late first, he was you know, uh, bleeding from his nose, had his mouth open while breathing, mm -hmm. so probably couldn't breathe from his nose. Um, and he, yeah, he looked gassed, but he toughed it out, which that's, that's yeah. the veteran experience though, being in that yes. cage. So, you know, big, big, uh, congrats to that guy. Although, like I said, I don't care to see his style of fighting because it's just, it's stressful, but <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I just wonder what's next for him. Um, and then. Let's just jump right into our co-main event and main event. Yeah. We got we got some gold that was on the line here. So the first fight was for the flyweight title, the men's flyweight title. Yes. And we had Brandon Marino versus Davison Figueredo. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun fight. Really fun fight. Very fun. Um, uh, as uh, the last two fights they had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's like the first fight was a, a instant classic, a masterpiece. Just both of these guys yep. look so good, especially with uh, Figueredo just looks so dominant. And then suddenly he runs into Brandon Marino, who it's almost like he was the perfect uh, neutralizer for him and really brought that style back down to earth and fought to a draw. And then the next fight, uh, clipped him and they got the back, mm -hmm. got the the back choke. So this fight, it's like, are we going to see? You know, the question becomes: Was that that victory a fluke victory, or was it? You know, because you can't say the draw was a fluke. I mean, no, about twenty minutes. That's no fluke. No fluke. So. I think, well, at least the first fight they had, I had not that much to say about Moreno. I mean, I know it was a good fighter, but I thought uh, Davison would uh, like to run him through. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my same thought too, because again, Davis, uh, Davison Figueredo just looked like a world beater. No one could stop this dude. So I'm just thinking, it's like, look, 
Brandon Moreno, nice guy. You yeah. Know, but this guy, this this fight would be over in two rounds at at most. And sure enough, he took it to a decision, or it, and it was a draw. So it was like, holy shit. And then him winning the next time out was just, I think, a beautiful story because this dude won Ultimate Fighter, got cut, came back. Yeah. And That's true. Well, since the Brazilian versus of Ultimate Fighter, or was it the U.S.? Uh, I think it was uh, U.S. versus Latin America, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There was a time where they had a lot of different versions of the show yeah trying to trying to spice it up and it's like look yep. dude just you don't need to i think the weirdest one was um black zillions versus um uh was it american top team i think yeah it's like okay w which i mean um kumar uzman won that one so oh yeah you know good for him because it's always weird whenever they say he's an ultimate fighter champion you know, it's like Ultimate Fighter winner. I was like, really? Which season? Oh, <laughs> the season I didn't watch. Okay, got you. Well, that and then when they went to FX or, oh yeah, I think it was like it was like um, Ultimate Fighter Live or some something weird. Like I think mm -hmm. it was Uriah and uh, Dominic Cruz were the coaches, maybe. Yeah, but. the live version <laughs> I thought was a good. Uh, well. The idea was good, but the, when I watched it, I was like, this shouldn't be live. This was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like yeah. the idea of it. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. huh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, Brandon yeah. Marino, amazing story, comeback story. Yeah. So, get to the fight, though. Uh, I was thinking they had one draw, Moreno won by submission last time and uh, mm -hmm. now Davison won by decision is this a case where they could uh, give him another shot i think Marino? i think we will see a fourth fight yeah um, if, if this was a quick stoppage like if if figueredo like beat him fast like knocked him out we probably wouldn't see a rematch but this went to a decision and it was a close decision i think um I think that third round when he dropped Marino at the end of the round. Yeah. That was the turning point. It was think. really. Because I think Marino was winning that round until he got dropped. So uh, I could definitely see them doing another fight. Because I mean, right now they're tied one, one, and one. So yeah. you do this fourth fight, which would be the first time that you've ever had two fighters fight each other four times in the UFC. So, yeah, and uh, well, especially when it uh, when it comes to um, title fights, yeah. you get uh, one or two uh, two chances, and then uh, you <laughs> you will end, end up as a I don't know as a journeyman or as a gatekeeper. Yeah, or I you mean, can retire or whatever. But so uh, I think it's in this case you can probably give him another shot if and flyweight. I don't know how many contenders to have either so yeah we were looking at the list when uh you know as the fight was ending because we we're trying to figure out all right well before the fight ended we we're like so if marino wins what's next you know because 
you know, uh, if he wins it, I don't think Figueredo should get another fight, even though it's close and it went to another decision. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brandon Moreno proved this point. He won. So it's like, who's next for him? And the flyweights, and it sucks because the guys are talented. It's just, you know, the UFC, I mean, Dana White wanted to get rid of that division at one point. Yeah. And I think it was one, one fight away if yeah, uh, uh, well, TJ hit, yeah, and if yeah. and if hadn't won, I think the division would we wouldn't have been seen watching this fight this night. So yeah, which I'm I, is I'm glad Suhudo won that fight. Yeah, even though I can't stand that dude. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with him. Uh, oh I used God. to be a big fan of that dude. Yeah, and then. And in the, and in the beginning, he was kind of funny, funny with his uh, strange antics. But now I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now it's just like, I, and it's like you're very cringy, dude. And he yeah. embraces that though. He's like, I'm the king of cringe. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no shit, like, fucking weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, if he didn't win that fight against T.J. Dillashaw, we don't have this fight tonight that we're talking about. That I think, yeah. you know, was fucking great. I mean, it, you know, we're only a few weeks into the new year and that's i think that's already a you know fight of the year contender as you know early contender yeah but, oh yeah and that's a thing too to to give them a, another shot against each other i mean it's a it was a very good fight and it, and it has been good fights every fight they had okay. so uh i at least think dana white see okay this guys i mean they're small, but they would still put some people in, in the seats because yeah. that was the problem with um, with DJ, for example. Yeah, that guy is so talented and I like the guy, but people did, didn't like him fight. So he liked to watch him fight. So I, I don't know. What's well, funny because I, I had a friend who he really disliked Mighty Mouse. He really disliked mm -hmm. him so much. How can you dislike him? I mean, he's. He's a yeah. nice guy. <laughs> I, I, this, yeah, there's there's a history to this guy who who's just it's like I don't know, I can't explain it, but it's like a lot of fighters that you hate it. It was just like, why do you hate them? Like, there's like, but he'd always say like things like Mighty Mouse is born, like he doesn't stop, he doesn't finish anyone. It's like, actually, he does though. Like he he was finishing he was like submitting people knocking people out i mean he, he was finishing people and yeah he, he, he didn't do it in the first round but he was one of those fighters which would go for submissions in the last round too yeah yeah it's like yeah you got the fight wrapped up but no let's make sure that we got the fight wrapped up um he dislikes someone else oh he he was kind of he hated john jones later on but not for the reasons that we all should hate john jones <laughs> um he he hated john jones because it was like yeah i mean he doesn't finish fights anymore either and it's like had you ever thought about the fact that he's probably going against tougher competition now it's harder yeah. to just stop mm -hmm. people like you know you know he stopped shogun he stopped rampage machida you know these are guys who are all big name superstars but they were kind of at the end so yeah you know so you know when he starts fighting guys like alexander gufferson it's like you're not just gonna walk in there and stop that dude like like 
that's a you know that's an equal or even fighter to him um glover Te- uh glover Teixeira, you're not just going in there and stopping him uh you know daniel cormier the first right. time yeah you know these are tough fights so of course he's not stopping anyone he's fighting you know the top of the food chain right now but this guy was also just dumb like, <laughs> like he loved ronda rousey mm. it was like when ronda lost we were at his house watching that fight and one of his the family friends was over and for I, as soon as Rhonda got knocked out, I jumped up and started cheering. And then the one family friend started cheering too. And I was like, you could just see he was like angry, like wanting to burn the house down. <laughs> and then when they're doing the lead up, um, he was upset that um Holly Holm would have wait around for her to heal up. He was like, No, she deserves a rematch. It's like Holly Holm knocked that girl's head off. Rhonda yeah. doesn't deserve a rematch. Um, but he was upset and then uh, he was, you know, when they're leading up to the Amanda Nunes fight, you know, the one thing that, you know, uh, Joe Rogan said was like, why aren't we talking about the champion? You know, the first openly gay, you know, champion, you know, all these wonderful yeah. things. And, you know, my friend was like, well, because she's not important. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, but dude. a fighter who was kind of spoon fed soccer moms is important. Okay. Cool. And that's not to say that the women that she was fighting, you know, aren't good. It's just they never put her in there with like a legitimate striker until Holly Holm. No. So. Uh, and I think it, I used to compare it to the early days in UFC too, when you have one fighter who is who has a really good skill sets in one thing, they could um, go through the division. I mean, like Horse Gracie, for example, in the beginning. Ronda Rousey was kind of the female version of, of Hoyce. Uh, and when the, uh, the other girls started to catch up, it, it, it became harder. And then he bumped into Holly Holmes, which, yeah. <laughs> and actually, for a long time, I'd been calling for Amanda Nunes to get a fight. I've been like, Amanda Nunes should get a fight. She she lost the fight to Kat Zingano. Yeah. And then she went on like a seven-fight win streak. And her name never got brought up for a title fight. And yeah, that, that's weird, actually, when I think about it. And, uh, you know, but the people that were getting title fights, mm-hmm. uh, Betch Cohea, who was ranked number nine when she fought Ronda. Um, uh, Alexis Davis, uh, Sarah McMahon. Yeah. yeah. And again, not saying these women didn't, you know, weren't. I think the thing with Sarah McMahon was the Olympic angle and it was yeah. during the summer Olympics. So they were like, Oh, we got two Olympians here fighting. So, you know, that was their selling point on that. That's um, Kohea. I don't know why they put, put her against Ronda. Uh, so very, very weird. I mean, she had some knock, knockouts, but I, I didn't see her as a good fighter. Even so, then. In uh, previous fights, Betch had beaten three of Ronda's good friends. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, so, uh, well, yeah, the, those the three. four, uh, the four <laughs> horsewomen. And yeah, it, it's like, so that's reason enough for you guys to make that. F- okay. Meanwhile, you got, uh, again, Amanda Nunes waiting on the sidelines, but instead they make yet another Misha Tate fight with Ronda 
which you know yep. went to the third That's... round. Yeah, and that that fight makes more sense because they had still have yeah. history, I think. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It's just like Ronda Rousey. I don't know. I'm not sure how we got to her. My bad. <laughs> um, it's late night, you know me. I, yeah. I go on rants, but and it's morning morning here, so I'm, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of the same state of mind, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm like partly delirious. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, shit. Wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm recording. Fuck. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Um, yeah. Brandon Marino and Davidson uh, Figueredo. I mean, right now, I think they are kind of keeping this division alive. And they are. there is some talent on its way up. And I think they they can put on some good fights. I just really hope that they give them an opportunity to shine. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate. I don't have that's that much of, um, well, those fly divisions and the divisions lower divisions uh, the names there are kind of a blur for me yeah it's like i had them pulled up and i was like i can't pronounce some of these names so no and i don't think usc don't really promote them either so it's hard to no. yeah so they were trying to because they had uh kobe garbrandt cody i keep saying yeah i, I called him kobe four times tonight. <laughs> cody garbrandt moved down to 125 and he went up against uh uh, Kai Car France. Yeah. That, and, that guy I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I was like, you know, saying to my neighbor, I was like, I think, you know, he's still lower in the ranks. I think he's number six, but he's got momentum behind him right now. So, and I think the idea was send Cody down there. Maybe he'll, you know, storm the gates and climb those ranks and, you know, you know, at least put the belt on someone that people recognize. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. That like 125, because I mean, it's like they try to send out Dillashaw. They try to send out Cody. It's like, look, dude, just let those dudes fight. Like, I mean, they're fighters. It's not like, you know, I haven't seen a, a 125 pound fight, men or women, that was not entertaining. No. So, uh, I think people also. Or people want the fight to end in some way, submissions or knockout. But sure. forget that uh, at least the flyweights, I think, are, are, are entertaining no, no matter what because mm -hmm. they bring it. Yeah, um, they could fight for five rounds. Yeah, at at the one hundred percent, and that shit is bananas. Yeah, uh, I think it's worse actually in heavyweight, for example. Mm -hmm. Not like tonight, because it was a great fight. Now we'll yeah. come to that. But uh, often when you look at heavyweights, you have a good first round, and then they gas. Yeah. And you have two rounds, which is like, what the fuck? They have, they have no power to end each other, and they have no power to wrestle. And uh, yeah, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, it, it always makes me... It, I'm hesitant to order heavyweight uh main main uh wow main event heavyweight cards because it, there's a very high likelihood that it's either going to be a first round knockout and if it's not a knockout in the first round we're going to watch two dudes 
hug each other. Yep. And, and I don't mean like, like how like the normies watch a grappling match and say, oh, they're just hugging. No, they're working. No, heavyweights are just laying on each other. It's like, hey, man, I'm tired. You tired? I'm tired. Let's take a nap. Yeah, you and know? if it's not in the middle of, of the octagon, it will be against the cage. Yeah, yeah and it's so. frustrating. But, you know, you get those those lighter weights. They're always putting on good fights, good shows. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, people want to see flash knockouts. And, and that's always a weird thing that I think about when people, they want to see, oh, I want to see a knockout. I want to see, you know, like a fast knockout. So it's like, you want to see two fighters that aren't evenly matched, then is what you're saying. You want to see, yeah. <laughs> you know, the number one guy versus the number 76 guy is what you're telling me. And okay. why don't you watch boxing instead if you want to see the knockouts? Yes. I'll only see the knockouts. Uh, I mean, so yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it, it it becomes frustrating, but you know, whatever. Like, yep. like I'm a fan, and I know what I like. So these two will more than likely get the number four, get a fourth fight. They'll be the first ones to do it. But on the heels of that, we will probably get a Connor versus Dustin Poirier number four as well. Just keep that in mind. Oh. Um, at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. That's true because it was sell sell uh, seats but yeah what, what but, is it uh diaz used to say wolf tickets <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's like i mean but that's the name of the game you want to make money you want to sell yeah. tickets and put asses and seats i get it but I'm sick of connor too um so the only question i have about this fight before we wrap up and move to the yeah. main event is when do you think this fight happens between these two the uh number four Mm, uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know how the how the year looks now. It's kind of strange. Uh, I mean, with the pandemic and everything, and they, I don't know what they have lined up so far. So, so. like we we're talking about um, the belts, because obviously we had the yeah. heavyweight uh, title defended tonight. So, and and. Francis said he, I think, said he had a torn MCL. Maybe he he had some sort of a knee injury, so he's probably yeah. gonna take some time off. Um, light heavyweight. It looks like it's gonna happen on May seventh. Oh, uh, middleweight is happening next month for uh, hmm. Izzy versus Whitaker too. Oh yeah, that's that, that fight has been on a. <laughs> Uh, we were looking at the car. We looked at the car, and I was like, "I don't think I'm gonna order it." And then, as we looked at it further, it was like, "Well, maybe." So we'll see. We'll see how I feel. It's on my mom's birthday, so yeah. and any <laughs> if if you listen to you know sporadic episodes, you know just how loving that relationship can be. <laughs> um, she'll call me on her birthday and say, "You didn't you didn't call me to say happy birthday?" I was like, "Yeah, that's by design." Like, I knew you were going to call me. Um, and then Walter Waits, there's no announcement on that, which could be Leon Edwards versus um, Kumar Uzman. Isn't that fight? I think I saw something about that fight being oh. done. Oh, yes, uh, yes, recently, uh, like now. <laughs> oh, oh, good. I, oh, 
because th that was the one that I couldn't figure. I was like, I don't know when that fight's going to happen. Um, because I'm also thinking yeah. about the months too, and yeah, you know, what goes where. Well, the the fight makes sense at least. So, uh, yeah, I think I, I wonder if it was on Twitter or something. I saw. Yeah, I think I think saw a poster. Poster. So, well, um, I have to check that out. Check that out later. So, yeah, um, yeah, it'll come up. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then lightweight, uh, Charles Oliveira will more than likely fight Justin Gaethje, and that could be June. Um, yeah, possibly if unless they push it to July, because the July tends to be when they have their bigger, um, you know, like the big summer card. So I'm, I'm just trying to think who could they save for that card. Then um, you got your 145. I don't know what's going on with that that fight because I thought it was supposed to be Holloway versus Volkanovski again, but now it sounds like it's not. So. Uh... And Which, I don't even know who's at 45 to even fight anyway. Let's see. I think uh, I'm not sure either. There was some something about that fight. And, uh, well, I and somewhere. I know uh, Henry Cejudo has been wanting to fight Volkanovski. Yeah, he tried to jump in there. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Things like it doesn't work that way. No. I mean, it does because you let GSP do it in Connor, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like it, it doesn't just happen that way. But, um, so 135, I don't know what's going on with that title because, mm -hmm. um, uh, Jan is the interim title holder, but Algermaine Sterling, I don't know what's going on with his neck injury, so yeah. And then we just saw 125, and that's the fight that I'm wondering, do they put that one on the July card with another one or two title mm -hmm. fights? Yeah, well, uh, let's see now. Volkanovski, Korean Zombie. Oh, that's going to happen? That'll be fun. Yeah, uh, they moved that fight to, let's see. They were supposed to meet... Holloway at UFC. Let's see. I thought they were initially scheduled for March. I thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, they were uh, UFC two hundred and seventy-three. Okay, so that would be. So, so they moved the the fight with. Uh, that that's the thing with the UFC 272. They moved nearly all the title fights from that card. So I don't know what they're doing with that card. Yeah, that's that's going to be um, uh, Masvidal versus Covington. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so they made it that way. Yeah, uh, which, funny enough, I am going to order that card. They because I I don't know. I, I Kobe Covington is. A bizarre character that people hate, but yeah. I love watching that dude fight. Yeah, and I think it's falling into the category of uh, what, what, what's your name, Shale Sonnen. Yes, he, he he had made a character and he playing that character. Mm -hmm. uh, I have seen uh, well uh, small clips of, of him 
when he's not that guy and, and, and he seemed like a nice guy so yeah. i don't know but but he's yeah he he, he is going <laughs> with this and it yeah. works i mean and i think yeah. it, and i think it was the when he met uh, well when he lost to um, Kamaru Usman last time too and when he actually yeah. had the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Told, told told them in, in the octagon after that it's just a, mm-hmm. a, a game and you know and and good for him yeah. kind of owning up to that and, and saying it because after you I, I just recently heard another sound clip of it, it was a lot clearer um in the cage after ends he goes hey man you know it's all love right and he, he, you yeah. know Uzman was like yeah I know man it's, you know we good and then uh, Dan Murley, I was like, all right, guys, stop. He was like, yeah, yeah this is good to see. He was like, now stop kissing. Like, get over there. It's your nurse. Um, but I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal just because now they're taunting each other. I yeah. think Kobe just put up a picture with maybe Jorge's sister. Um, and said, don't worry, man, I got you. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. Holy shit. This, this shit's about to get out of hand real mm-hmm. fast but um but yeah so you know you have those fights that are kind of floating around out there amanda nunez versus um juliana pena for for a rematch at 135 is also out there uh valentina i don't think she has a dance partner at all no. i don't <laughs> they, <laughs> no one no one went to meet her <laughs> i mean honestly she may as well just move over to the men's division and yeah. start starching those dudes too because she is an assassin so and then 115 rose and carla esparza was supposed to happen until carla got that nasty gash on her forehead from danielle kelly so yeah who knows when that's going to get pushed to? So we got we get, there are a lot of options to happen in July. I think. Yeah, and I was thinking about that uh, thing with uh, with Kelly too, and I wonder who happy Dana White was. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, go and go and grapple. It 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 will be fine. Yeah, it's like, then, what's the worst uh, that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a freak accident. I mean, uh, how did that yeah. happen? But and and Kelly just got a, a small bump on her forehead, so yeah. it was really weird. She'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. She she's she's still, you know, she's like, eh, I'm fine. I'll go do another match. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carla Esparza is like, yeah. fuck. I think, <laughs> I think they're scheduled for April and not now. Um, but I, I hope the July card is all title fights. They should just do that. Yeah, that would like, be really fun. But we like five a five title fight main card. Oh my god. Like I, oh wow! That the, I, I know there might be people listening to that, listen to this right now, saying that's a stupid idea. Like they can't do it. It's like yeah, you're right. They probably can't. They probably won't. But I used to play uh, UFC on PlayStation Three, yeah. where you can make your own event, and I would do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I, I just make uh, one title, uh, one pay per view card, all title fights, and then I will I- watch them. <laughs> I miss that uh, in the new games that you can't make, um, yeah. make events. Yeah, that's I, I keep buying the new games, hoping that you know maybe <laughs> they brought it back. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, I just wasted money. <laughs> I should ask somebody first. Like, Was it that game they also had a, had pride in? I believe so. Yes, it, it, dude. The, the music and everything, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. They were ahead of themselves, and then they lost the contract because you know, it was THQ. They lost the contract to 
EA Sports, and then yeah, but you know it it was fine, and until it wasn't. Now I think I bought the the latest one, and I was just like I was lost. So I played it once <laughs> and just put it in my sock drawer and said, "Fuck <laughs> this game." Like, I'm gonna go watch fights instead, yep. and then go actually do jujitsu. Um, so yeah, hopefully this fight gets booked for July at the earliest, and at the latest August, September. So, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, and it is a title fight that which could which which it could fit on, in on any card. I think. I mean, it's it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't headline a card with it, but it could be a co-main or whatever. Well, Figueredo, yeah. he he said, "Hey, let's do it again in Mexico." So that maybe. that would be good because I think Figueredo headline back to back cards. I think I think he he because it was like last second. They're like, "Look, the he was a co-main event. The main event uh, something happened, so he ended up having a headline, and then I think." They did it again the next month, and that was the fight with Moreno, where they fought to a draw, I believe. So I know he had back-to-back pay-per-views. Like it's like, wow, that's your champion. That's fucking bonkers. But good for him being a fighting champ like that. Yeah. So, so I think they could get away with it, especially in Mexico. Um, you know, everyone loves Brandon Moreno, so I think it yeah. could sell. And UFC finally might have a have a Mexican who can uh, well who, who they can relate to. They they tried the hardest with uh, yeah Kane uh, Kane well Kane and what was that other dude for what it was way way back. Um, um hmm. I don't. He was really good, and I don't know what happened to him. Um, hmm. What well, uh, wait? What's what's your name? God God God! But let's see. Well, he was on magazines and stuff. Oh, uh, Roger, uh, Roger. Yeah, uh, Roger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, he was he was the first uh, MMA fighter on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Ronda was after, I think. Yeah, his craziness. But yeah, they they they're trying, and nothing took. But I think Brandon Moreno. I think he's a likable guy. He's humble. And and he speaks personally to my heart because he's a nerd. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> he he, play, he has a Lego collection. Like he looks yeah. like the kind of guy that has a Pog collection. It's like, oh my God, like this guy is so cool. Uh, like, like, how can anyone the, hate him? So uh the about Lego too. Um was it uh yeah, Dan Hardy is a big Lego fan. Yeah. He has a whole room in his house with just Lego. <laughs> it's crazy that like yeah. some of the most deadly people in the world <laughs> are like, you know, you go to their house and it's like, hey, so come to my basement, see my action figures. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, this is weird. Speaking of which, I, I heard something fall. I know one of my figures fell down somewhere. I just can't see who fell. But I heard something fall and it's, it's annoying me because I can't. Yeah see what it is but i heard that son of a bitch fall it's probably iron man again fucking drunk <laughs> oh no 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 it was captain america i don't see him he fell off the, oh. uh he fell off the shelf so that, I, had, that. I thought about it this morning i thought about it when i put iron man back up i was like captain america's gonna fall next <laughs> here we are 
that big it, shield. <laughs> yeah. It, well, he's got he's holding um uh, Milner, and he's got the shield, and they're they're standing in front of Thanos, um, from Endgame, and yeah. I think uh, the hinge in his ankle is just it it weakened, and he just fell over. <laughs> it's like Iron Man kept falling. I was like, no, oh, it's because he's drunk, which you know, yeah, if you sense. know, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> But it's really like, don't make fun of him. That was a real story. Like, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> did have a, a drug yeah. problem, but no, Tony Starks in the comic book yeah. had a drinking problem. He fought in a suit <laughs> while drunk, like a lot. I have the book next to my bed stand <laughs> right now, uh, Demon in a Bottle. Yeah, well, I think it's a reason why Downey Jr. also took the role. So, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Robert Downey actually did say he would not, he, he didn't want to do that story at all because of his own past and it's like yeah. i i get it but you're a fucking actor so act motherfucker <laughs> um like it won't be hard for you no. uh, jesus christ dude like uh, okay sorry all right so uh let's jump to the main event yes <laughs> um so main event francis and gano versus serial gone or maybe yeah. that's not how you say it uh and we uh, kind of Eight or words, I think. Before yeah. the fight, we said that this fight won't go to decision. No way. There's no yeah. fucking way it will go to decision. Uh, Either yeah. way, we we kind of yinked it. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the fight started, I looked at my neighbors. I was like, okay, we had a good run the last two fights going to decision. It's yep. over, baby. This is done in one round. Wrong. Whew. Um, so interesting notes from that fight francis started to wrestle <laughs> and i was like what is happening here that is terrifying when yeah so when he fought steep and he sprawled that was scary enough mm. i was thinking the same thing like okay yeah. now this guy is just went from scary to terrifying yeah the only it's... thing he needs now is to learn how to throw some kicks if he starts throwing kicks it's a wrap. No one's taking yeah, it from him. And Cyril even said at the post pre-conference that, well, he, he got caught with that head kick. Well, mm -hmm. didn't got knocked out, but said it was a good kick, uh, uh, a beautiful kick. So I wonder, I, I think it he has the kicks in, in, in his game. He, he's just not using them. Yeah. I and, think he's not comfortable yet. No. And that's, uh, as I said, that's even more scary. And uh, that, I mean, he's still evolving. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, like it, it wasn't even just wrestling, he yep. initiated the takedowns. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, oh, I'll do it here from the ground. And, and, and also, even crazier, he was on the bottom and got a sweep. Yeah, uh, which oh, one was that? Was it the last round or fourth round? Yeah, it was mm -hmm. the last round. L last round, awesome. It's like, yeah. holy because because Cyril went for the takedown, he yeah, and him. I thought it might be over now. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, Post was kind of gassed, and I thought, well, no, this big dude is on on his back on the ground with with a grappler, which I thought was would be the better grappler of yeah. them to uh, at least uh, top control. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you he, know? He even went for a hill hook. Yeah, like, and that was, I think, I wonder if that ripped the knee of Nagano in some way because it was it was tight. Uh, he wasn't really. Uh, I think the 
Oh yeah, I, I had Swedish commenters, uh, commentators, so so we probably didn't hear the same thing. But hmm. they said that the knee wasn't really. He was too low on the knee, and I yes, and I'm not sure he might be, but still he had it. So had a leg. He he had it twice. Uh, yeah. So the first time it looked like he he had it pretty solid it looked like and i was like oh it's a wrap he's gonna tap yeah and you know maybe he didn't have a good grip but you know the positioning looked good but then when he got it the second time he was too like he the position on the leg was like i think he was too high up on the leg or something so you know he, he just didn't have it at that point couldn't couldn't maintain it but yeah he tried he tried to turn it into a knee bar, I think, and that's when yeah. he had to, to uh, well, when he, with the dangerous thing with leg locks, if, if you don't get them, you will, the, the other person will probably get your back or you will get in a, yeah, get smashed. Mm -hmm. you, you've been in a bad <laughs> position, unless you, yeah. if you get it, yep, cool, but if not, now you just gave up all that mm -hmm. position for nothing. Um, so and uh, yeah, he was kind of deep in a Kimura in was it third round or yeah, uh, yeah, third round when he when he got the one takedown yeah, um, and well, it, you know, it was kind of he had the arms straightened out, so yeah, he was threatening. Yeah, and and uh, well, I think Gan had the Kimura, but this. Nagano just well, he is a strong dude. He has yeah. ripped it's, arm. So yeah, it's like if you're going for the Kimura, I mean, you know, in most cases you better be stronger than the other guy or have really, really good technique. Yeah. If you're not stronger than the other guy. And neither of those things were the case for uh Gon. And um they they were they were against the cage too, I think. He had problem too. Yeah, shrimp out to get it, but still, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, th there are uh, a lot of interesting things. Um, you know, just looking at Francis and Ganu, I mean, he showed good discipline at one point where he wasn't completely head hunting, like he would load up for the big shot, but he didn't. It wasn't like when he fought Stipe the first time. Where he just he was just swinging for the fences, hoping yeah. to connect. He he took the shot, missed, and then kind of backed off. And this is the scary part too, I think. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we saw that version of Nagano, and I, and I was mm -hmm. thinking, okay, this dude might get another title shot, but he will never get the title because this is a is a person who will always headhunt. He will never yeah. really evolve this game. And then we saw him against uh, Stephen the next time. And now we see this version of him, and it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, he's he's learning, he's growing. Um, I mean, you know, the, I, I think another thing that was kind of a questionable thing is his gas tank. Yeah. Even though he looked gassed early on, he still did okay. But I think that can still be a factor um, down the road because I think they both gassed together. Yeah, and to be fair, I think uh, nearly, well, at least eight out of ten uh, heavyweights will have a problem with, with the gas tank. You have yeah. a few, like Stipe, but he's 
well, he could probably go down to uh, yeah, go down a weight class. So, mm-hmm. and uh, Theodore was the same thing. I think he yeah. he was so small, so he could be fast and could and, and have a gas tank, which could. Uh, Kane, Kane, same, same, exactly. But well, Kane was a monster either way, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No matter what, you know, he he was just. I mean, it would have been great to see that guy fight longer if his yeah. body didn't give up. Well, I want to say his body gave up on him, but he pushed his body to a ridiculous pace. Yeah, too hard. Yeah, but but yeah. Um, and Ganu going, you know, going for takedowns, showing good discipline, just really wrestling. That that's and, great. Yeah, and, and good takedowns. That first tank mm-hmm. takedown was it against? He took a kick, I think. And yes, yeah, yeah, he him, dumped him on his head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then he initiated a double leg, like he yep. he uh, went high, changed levels, and then. <laughs> Got a double leg. I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like, and, and then he uh he uh tried, tried to get some judo in there too. Um, yeah, that uh, he had um, a overhook, I think. Yeah, yeah. Would it be a Ushimata or something? I I don't know. <laughs> I definitely part. don't know. <laughs> I only repost <laughs> stuff. I don't actually know things. <laughs> yeah, um, and, but it looks uh, that throw. Looks like it could have hurt uh, Gans' arm. So I thought when when he fell on the ground, I was like, "Oh, that could that could like with the weight falling on him, that could dislocate yeah. your shoulder, dude." And he he seemed fine, but I looked at it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I know that I fall on my face a lot, and it must have hurt. It must have hurt. <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't tickle. <laughs> um, and you know, for Cyril Gan, I mean, you know. He he still has a bright future. I mean, that dude yeah. is still a nightmare for everyone. Um, I mean, he has very diverse striking, great grappling. Um, like all his kicks early on were real crisp and just you know threatening. Um, yeah, just... and, and he's fast. He's really fast for for mm-hmm. his, for the size and uh, have good good movements. And uh, I don't think I ever seen a heavyweight which move as well. No, no. Um, I, I wonder with him because he weighed in at two forty seven. I wonder if he's the kind of guy. It's like, do you think he could go? That's the thing that sucks about the UFC and that light heavyweight to heavyweight is two two oh six to two sixty five is heavyweight. Yeah. So it's like if you want to go to light heavyweight, you got to get the two oh five, and it's like with someone like. You know, Stipe, Cyril Gaon, um, even Kane, Fedor, you know, these guys. And we actually even talk about Curtis Blades, you know, because it was like Curtis Blades, you know, he's got a little bit of a belly. It's yeah. like if, if he lost some weight, he, he could hit 205 or if he, you know, kind of um, bulked up, you know, muscle wise, you know, he, he could, you know, make kind of some more noise at heavyweight because i mean he's a contender at heavyweight but yeah yes but he's in that weird spot because you got Derek lewis there you got cyril gone you know steve a john jones so it's like is he beating any of these dudes like not not in the condition that he's in no so. uh he could probably stay at i think uh, top 
10 whether he wants to go further than that and it's uh, it's sad i mean he's he, he's a good fighter <laughs> so, so um, yeah i mean it, it's you know when you look at these fighters it's like the only option they have are really heavy is you know is heavyweight there's no cruiserweight for them to fight at like 225 or 215 or something because i think a lot of those fighters could get to that spot and fight comfortably but i feel like if you make that option available you start losing guys at heavyweight yeah and so, you will end up in the same problem as you do with flyweight you uh, yeah. end up with five or six guys which will <laughs> fight fighting Saturday around the robin or, or something i don't know well i mean uh, even like with the women's featherweight division right now they don't even have a ranking for 145 it's just amanda nunes you know, uh, I am waiting for UFC to pull the plug on that division. Uh, when they pulled the ranking, I was like, okay, it's down here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's well, I think they're waiting on Kayla Harris, and it sounds like yeah. she's going to re sign with uh, Pia. Uh, yeah. She's free agent now, I think. I actually talked yes. to her for it, it was a while ago on, on Instagram. So she, 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 she's a nice girl. But uh, yeah, she's free agent, and uh, they seem to have some kind of battering uh, her and Dana White, and I think it's a selling thing now. So they will yeah. probably sign her to. Uh, I think the, they were probably planning for Amanda Nunes, but when uh, <laughs> when yeah. she lost now with Tanya, I don't know. Yeah, like where does that go now? So. I, I, and I think, well, so I saw something earlier this week or later this week, I should say, that uh, said that uh, Kayla Harris, uh, PFL was the front runner for her right now. Now, you know, it could be, you know, the clickbait articles, what they could be saying is like, look, that's where she is right now. <laughs> so, you know, how they'll just write something in an article just to like get you like, hey, so. But like there's a WWF or WWE article I saw earlier. It's like this former champion should be coming back to WrestleMania. And I clicked on it like a dummy. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you made me think someone like like major was coming back. It's like, no, it's Drew McIntyre. It's not like he's gone. He's <laughs> injured. You know, he's still with yeah. the fucking company. Like, so you know, it's one of those articles where it's like Kayla Harris, Her you know, Harrison, she's gonna you know, front runner with PFL right now. And then you look at the articles like, yeah, so she's currently signed or she's a free agent, but you know, her last home was PFL. And it's like, yeah, we knew that. No. Yeah. But <laughs> you click, aren't you glad you clicked on it? Like, no, no, <laughs> no I, I'm not glad I clicked on it. I don't like, I don't read like you didn't put a picture in this article. dick. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think the ideal was to have her come over and fight Amanda Nunes. But after Amanda lost to Juliana, it's like, what's that supposed to look like now? Because I don't, you know, not to take anything away from Juliana Pena, she she earned that fight, she she earned that title. But yeah, she did. That didn't seem like the Amanda that we're used to seeing. Yeah, something was off there. I don't know either. It was, yeah. So, I either way, I think uh, she would do even if she would have. Well, even if let's say Pena is a better fighter, I think Amanda is also a better fighter. Yeah. Uh, something odd, odd was going on there, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure. 
I, I, I'm interested in seeing that rematch and whoever wins, you know, kudos to them. I'm a big Amanda Nunes fan. So, you know, I hope she wins, but then the question mm -hmm. then becomes again, what next, you know, do they do a yep. rubber match? Cause you know, it'd be one and one or does she fight Valentina, which I, I don't know, man, those Valentina fights were really, really close, like dangerously close where, I don't know that Amanda really won those fights. No, so. and uh, I think actually uh, Valentina is better now. Than, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's so scary, and I'm I'm terrified for the girls, which which is needing it every time. Like this is yeah. going to end bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I think the last four fights for Valentina, it wasn't a matter of you know. If she was going to win, because we knew that was the case, it was how yeah. fast is she going to win? Yeah, and it seems like she also, yeah, she knows she can start him whenever she wants to. It's mm -hmm. like she's just too nice to not end the yeah. life. <laughs> it, it's weird to think that someone with a gun tattooed on their body is too nice <laughs> to hurt someone. It's like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's like she, I don't know, there's just something about her where it's like, you know, and, and the wonderful thing about her being in the position that she's in, you don't see her kind of wavering or getting bored or anything. She sticks nope. with it and, you know, she follows through and until the end. It's not like she tries to coast or anything. No, she wants to win this fight. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let me get out of here as quick as possible. So, yeah, I wonder if that could be the problem with, uh, with Nunez, the last fight. I mean, <laughs> she, she has been on, on the top for, for so long now, too. So, yeah. She might end up in most champions end up in that position, position sure. sooner or later. They uh, where they they nearly expect themselves to win and maybe coast a little bit in training or whatever. And then uh, I, I wouldn't say don't take take this fight seriously because they probably always do. I mean it's a fight, but yeah. still they don't train as hard or think of it as hard as they did when they became champions for the first time or uh, the first belt defense or whatever. Sure. Well, I, I definitely think, you know, that's something that could probably play in the back of their heads. Um, I also think too, the game changes, the game evolves. Yeah. You know, it's like we look at Connor and everyone talks about Connor. Yes. Connor sells fights. He, he talks, he sells fights. But as Connor was out there boxing Floyd Mayweather and selling whiskey and hanging out on yachts, the game was changing. So when he came back, yeah. I guess he fought Cowboy and he won. But Cowboy was also a guy that was back in the old game with him. Or actually, Cowboy was it was a game behind Connor. Connor was the next level for Cowboy. So Connor gets that fight, he wins it. Everybody's like, Connor's back, yay. Then um, yeah. Um I had a discussion with a friend about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, greatest of all time and uh, all that pound for pound. And honestly, I think in the same way, it's this, it's a stupid way of trying to measure up fighters because you're only good. Well, you're fighting in your, in, in the containment of your own era. Yes. So, it will be really, 
yeah, if you talk about Fyodor or if you talk about Jon Jones, for example, which is the better, greatest of all time fighter, or Usman for that for that matter. Yeah, but you can't put them against each other. I mean, Fedor Fedor couldn't fight better fighters in in his time, and Jones can't fight fight better fighters in, in his time. And as you say, between those two. The, the game has evolved so much so you have to see the see it for what it is i think and it's the same thing here too with connor as, as to say the the game evolved and as long as he meets well put, will be put together put up against fighters from well where he was, where he was fighting i mean like um, cowboy or um who else or uh, yeah diaz nate diaz know. exactly he could have a good chance winning that uh, he will never beat this up in commerce no uh, it's like right now he's flapping his jaw at charles Oliveira, and it's like you don't want any part of that dude no you'd be dead yeah um and in the the sad thing about this is again people love connor People, yep. you know, love the energy that he brings. They love the charisma that he has. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, I had a friend, she was a huge Chell Sonnen fan because Chell Sonnen talked a lot of shit. And it's like, and I remember she was talking, she's like, yeah, Chell. And I was like, yeah, Chell hasn't won a fight in four, four or five <laughs> fights. So, like, yeah, but what are we doing? But Shale is funny, at least. <laughs> True. Um, uh, it, it's just... I don't know. I, maybe I'm just too old school in my in my mindset when it comes to fights. But I'm a fight fan for fights, not yeah. for you know trash talking. I don't care about trash talking because guess what? I can talk some really really fucking gnarly shit, but there's a good chance that I'm gonna fucking get knocked out. And yep. let me tell you, I don't want to get knocked out, but I love talking shit. <laughs> so. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, um, I guess in kind of, you know, wrapping up with the, the UFC 270 mm. card, um, I thought it, it was a fun overall card, yeah, main card, especially, and for Francis, you know, I don't know what's next, maybe Stipe, maybe some time off because of his yeah. knee. Yeah, but I, well, the thing was, well, I'm I'm writing uh, articles and stuff, which most people know now about MMA and martial arts, and uh, I tried to dig up something I wrote, but it seems like this was the last fight on his contract. Yes, it was. So I wonder, uh, Dana White and him doesn't really have a good relation. And he wants to box, so I wonder what will. And and the, well, in my eyes, it seemed like okay, go to boxing. You're you're a good striker. I I see where we're coming from. But after this, like okay, now you can wrestle too. Don't go to boxing. Stay here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're an evolving fighter. Yeah. So why not stay? So I wonder. Uh, still, I think uh, they will probably have to pay him. And he's yeah. talked about also he wants to have a, a clausule in the next contract, which will allow him to box. And I wonder if Dana White will ever allow it. So yeah. we can see. And I mean, again, it gets weird with the UFC because they let Connor go and box. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they let, and, and this is kind of a weird one because Tyron Woodley went to box, but Tyron Woodley was pretty much retired. Yeah. And I, and, uh, Steve oh, Perry, Plotman, he, he oh. went, is it still under, under UFC no. contract? No, he's a bare knuckle fighter now. Yeah, that was because I saw his. Um, yeah, well, I didn't see the fights because I think that sport is stupid. But, <laughs> but yeah. well, he went there, and it's kind of makes sense for him because he's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I was, and I was, but I, but I haven't seen him being released by UFC, so I wonder if he's still under some kind of contract or. I, I thought that the contract. I thought that he just fought his last fight on his contract. Oh yeah, and, and they just didn't renew him. Yeah, it, um, it, yeah, it, it happens a few times. They don't make them make fuss of it. I mean, they, yeah. they the contract end, ends and they just uh, yeah they doesn't write a new one. So it, it could yeah. probably be that too. That's weird because what if you're that guy? It's like you you fight your last fight and you're just sitting there like so. Uh, they should be calling any day now, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, honey, you should probably go get a job. Like, oh. no, 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 UFC's gonna no. call. Any day, right now. Like, <laughs> hey, this, like, it's been a week now. <laughs> supermarkets hiring up the street. You yeah. might want to go get a job, dude. We're about to lose the house. Yeah, UFC's gonna call. They'll call. Like, it, baby, it's been two months. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> they're probably not calling, are they? No. Did you win your last fight? No. Yeah, they're not calling. Um, uh, and Ben Ashkren, he was another one that was retired, but still he you know, still had a contract, but it's like, they'll let those fighters go because it's like, you're, we know you're not fighting for us anymore, but yeah. as long as you don't go fight for another MMA organization, you're fine. So I wonder what, yeah, that, I wonder what that looks like for Francis, um, upcoming because, you know, right now he's kind of sitting on top of the world. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I also think if we had lost this fight, they would have never yeah. <laughs> bothered to to make a new um, new contract, uh, but yeah. he uh, when they, Dana White can't really. I mean, he must also have seen the evolution. So yeah, they probably want to keep him. So I wonder if they will open the open the purse to to pay him this time because I mean, because this is a problem with uh, UFC and have been on the talks for i don't, don't know a few years now the, the fighter payment yeah and and it's it's sad that jake paul is the one that's kind of leading the charge <laughs> yeah. on trying to get fighters paid so yeah i i mean well talk about hating a guy i mean i can't really hate him. I, I, I haven't met him but i uh, despise everything he's doing most most stuff but just that thing he has yeah. totally right in and i feel kind of dirty for even saying it like you have right <laughs> yeah man it's it's weird because one of my teammates and i talked about it a couple episodes back and it's like it's weird that we're agreeing with this dude because he's right yeah. the fighter pay is atrocious in the ufc and and it's like how is how are they making so much money but well, and I guess with WME, you know, buying the UFC for what four billion, four point yeah. two billion. So it's like 
okay, well, yeah, the fighters pay is going to be kind of shitty now because, you know, they got to make all that money back. And it's like, I guess, I mean, you just bought a fight company with employees, got to pay them. So, and also they just raised the price for the pay-per-views here in the U.S. So. Oh, they did. Yeah. That's it, I it went from 70 to 75. So, I mean, in one sense, you could say mm-hmm. not that big of a deal, but, you know, that's how it starts. So it's because it, it used to be 40 bucks for a pay-per-view. Then it went to yeah. 50. And, and uh, then you're wondering, those monies, uh, they probably want to go to fighter pay. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, yeah, so they moved the price of the pay-per-view up to $75. It's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. And I bet you none of the fighters, I bet you fighters aren't seeing any of that, are they? She's like, no, probably not. And I was like, huh. And now it makes me want to go illegally stream it. Hmm. But I'm not that guy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. We, we'll we, see. We, we got the card share for free. So, well, it's in our TV deal. So it's fine. <laughs> That's yeah. why I don't pay attention, pay attention to those. Uh, Yet another reason for me to move. Yep. So we we well, we've been we this, this is this, talking. This about is that. the thing too. Uh, the only fights which they will take pay per view for here is Connor, the Connor fights. Of course, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't so, they? Because uh, everybody in the world is going to watch it, so you better make sure you charge that seventy five dollars for it. Yeah, dickheads. Um, I, I don't know. I get it though. It's a business. You got to make money, yeah. but you got to also pay the fighters. I mean, it, it shouldn't be that a fighter, you know, you give them 12,000 for the fight, but now they're injured and they can't fight for the rest of the year. So that's all they make. I mean, I know there's other backdoor money to it, but still come on, dude. Yeah. But I guess from what I understand, and I don't know a whole bunch because I don't read articles. Um, like I, if you got pictures in your article, I'm in. I'm I'm looking at pictures. I'm like, yes, <laughs> words. But I think when you look at boxing versus MMA, like when you look at the top, the top boxers are definitely making more than the top MMA fighters. But when you look at kind of like the scale, like from the bottom up, MMA fighters are making more at the bottom than boxers are at the bottom. So oh, there's there's some weird wavering lines in there. I don't know. Yeah, um, you have a few fighters from Umeå, which was in UFC. I want, want <laughs> I don't want to uh, use the name here because sure, we're sure. Talk, we're, we're talk about payment. But uh, they told me they actually lose money if well, when they went to to fight the UFC because they have to pay their own plane tickets, they have to sure. pay their own hotel, and they have to pay their own, pay their own medical. So. And then when you get back to Sweden, with the uh, with the salary from the fight, you have to uh, well pay tax on it. Um, yeah. And then you have, will have to pay your your trainers and the camp and everything, and you end up pretty much, if you're lucky, uh, well, you at least don't lose money, but most likely you will have lo- lost a, a, a few thousand when when you get back. Sheesh. Uh, and I wonder, and I was like, why, why are you even doing this? And like, okay, well, I'm thinking it as a long t- term thing. If I'm um, sure. uh, starting to climb the ladder, I, I, I will get more money and eventually I will starting to, uh, to actually be able to live on it. But sure. yeah, I... so, so that, that, that's the thing. I think I think I 
at least USC would be able to pay for the tickets and everything. But I don't know. So that's what uh, Jake Paul was kind of fighting for, though, is for UFC to pay for the travel, pay for lodging, pay for medical, you know, at least that, you know, because that takes a that helps a whole lot paying for medical, especially and paying for your travel and your lodging, you know, at least cover that. And I think even now they have to. USC pulled the thing about, uh, yeah, the fighters have to pay for their own COVID tests too now. Fucking dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's dumb because it, it probably end up being canceled fights because fighters don't know they have to pay for it or do it too late. Um, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I talked to you about Rodolfo Vera because yeah. he was supposed to fight. Uh, yeah, um, they pulled him in in the last minute because of some medical reasons. So I wonder if it's COVID or something. I mean, they had uh, been doing the, I mean, way in and everything. So something so weird. He, he either him or or his opponent. He had a post on his Instagram. Um, he, he just typed up, you know, like a quick post, and he said he'll put up a video later. This was earlier in the day. Um, you know, Instagram is the algorithms move everything around and then, oh, I won't see, I, you know, I don't see his posts anymore. So, but he said he was going to put up a video kind of going into more detail about why he wasn't on the card. So uh, okay. I have to go look for that and put it in the stories or something. Yeah, we'll probably know in a few hours then. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm a, fuck, I can't watch the press conference because I know if I go upstairs and turn on the light, she's going to yell at me. <laughs> so uh, I guess I got to go to bed then fuck yeah. um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up yes, uh, Johan thank you for doing this short notice at that so thank yeah. you but I was going to see the fights anyway so why not stay up a few hours more well I won't probably go to bed either now so I need to yeah. make breakfast and just I don't know <laughs> it's, it's, it's Sunday so it'll yeah. be a calm, calm day either way yeah, it's the same here. Um, so um, also, yeah, we talked about the horror movie podcast. So yes, get uh, work out something there and then try to get you on an upcoming episode for that uh, very soon fun. as well. And um, also, I'm still working on episode 100. So oh, yeah, we got a few mm-hmm. weeks. I got to get a black belt and I'm going to be speaking with a, a young lady next Sunday. So I'm going to okay. see if I can get her to possibly uh, join us for that. Because that's all I need is my black belt. Mm-hmm. And it's really you have important. All, you have all other spots. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I, I thought the black belt would be the easiest, actually. Uh, so <laughs> for, for me, it's very important to have a female black belt for this. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. need it to be a female. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and there are a couple people, um, even one of my teammates, it's just, I'm like, okay. Is like trying to schedule this with people, trying to trying to get their time to match up, and then also, I'm just a really really awkward person, so I'm like, <laughs> hey, so you want to do this podcast with me? The only thing is, is I'm I'm recorded with someone from Sweden, someone from Atlanta, someone from Arkansas, someone from Houston, someone from Madrid. So it's going to be kind of weird timing, but. You want to do it, right? So, um, but I, I have some something in the works. But 
we're gonna try to hopefully by the end of february yeah if i could get so. everyone collectively uh on on the same schedule which it shouldn't be too too hard um and then we're gonna record that it's gonna be a lot of fun but johan like like talk with you like having you on the show yeah so, it's all fun so thank you for doing this and thank you for being a part of the horror movie podcast yeah. and episode 100 when they get here yes um you got any shout outs or mentions you want to do before we get out of here uh i don't think not today <laughs> i'm too tired <laughs> I don't. No, no actually no i'm over here like stretching like uh yeah. yeah i don't i don't know if i got my shout outs either <laughs> um and so everyone thank you as usual for um all the support and listening to the show i appreciate the hell out of everyone uh just taking part in this 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 is great um, if you got any questions, concerns, reach out to me off the match podcast on Instagram or bjj.wiki on Instagram. Either or I'm available at both. Uh big shout out to Armbar Attic, uh Eric and Ad Alley out in Denver, Colorado. Sorry, uh I'm I'm stammering and losing my wording. It is very <laughs> late over here. Um, you know, make sure you guys check them out. The great, great kids. Um, also big shout out to Nerd Rage Radio, Bobby, Chris, and Joe. Great guys. They helped me get my start with podcasting. So I always want to make sure, you know, to shout them out every once in a while. And also, last but not least, go take a listen to my new podcast. It's called So You Like Cora? Question mark. Um, it's everywhere you can find podcasts. I'm also I'm on Instagram with that. So you like horror? All the words are separated by separated by underscore. So go check that out. Um, otherwise, again, thank you. Uh, appreciate you all. You guys keep listening. We'll keep making the show. Thank you. Bye. They probably said. Now let me see his song.